Triple Play Fantasy's football show with D. Mindy, Brastadamus, Doc, and Johnny Foosball starts now. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome in to another episode of the Triple Play Fantasy Baseball Show. Uh, you know, what's really interesting is right now my computer decided We're to just pop up. skate on by that, David. <laughs> fantasy skate Baseball on by what? Show. You that's said that's Fantasy we Baseball we, Show. We, that's we, we, we do a switch up where Brad and John come on for baseball and uh, R comes on for football. If you guys can't tell, I'm a little flustered yeah. right now. I'm just coming home from a long, long day of uh, of work here. I uh, like you, Darvish. <laughs> <laughs> we are, of course, the Triple Play Fantasy Baseball Show, and a oh, oh my God, this is re- we are pr- we are the Triple Play Fantasy Football Show, a you proud sure? member of I Fantasy Points and the Fantasy Points Media Group. Please do that right. Uh, so we're back, back for another week. We're doing things a little different tonight, but I'll introduce the normal cast of characters. Of course, first joined by Johnny Foosball, John Vanette, and John. If I were to ask you what the Zay Jones of candy is, you'd say what? Oh boy, it really depends on your interpretation of Zay Jones. If you mean underrated legend, it's got to be Mike and Ike's. Mike and Ike's. I like that. I um, love Mike ooh. and Ike's. Ugh. They're meant to be. Uh... Well, all right, never mind. I'll let that sit. <laughs> of course, we also have the guy that, you know, uh, has become the master of interviews with bad Wi-Fi. It's the doc, Eric Mendelson. What's going on? You know what? That's everything you said is true, but at least I get the names right. Fair Did point. I get, I mean, I guess the show names were wrong. That's true. Fair enough. Also joined by the guy of the 4 a.m. movie Power Hour, the Brad Stradamus, Brad Kilgore. Are you still doing that? I'm I'm always up for and the, always watching movies. For the record, I have three movie power hours I've created. Um, just Plug sitting them. there, don't know what to do with. Don't know what to do with them. Can't make money off them. I don't own the movies. <laughs> we could, you we'll could throw it up on the YouTube. Then we don't have to. We don't have to monetize it. Yeah, be like this is your. You're welcome for this power hour playlist, and you can list the whatever you put together. I love it that. Makes, yeah. Makes, makes, I, I would love to spread the love. I, my third one's my magnum opus, but we can talk football. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're, we're we're for the people, man. We got to we can give it to them for free. Yeah. And there's there's a plenty of good stuff on the Triple Play YouTube. You never know what you're going to get. It's like a box of chocolates there. So, uh box but Mike and Ike's. Or yeah, or Mike and Ike's. I know we got a cherry, interesting show. Strawberry, lime. As you guys can already tell, this is not the normalest show we have. Uh, me messing up the title and talking about candy and all the stuff that we're doing here. It's a week 10. I feel like Adam Rank's coming on any minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be hilarious if I had him like waiting backstage it's this whole time? Well, I feel like we're due. I, I just know during the season he gets so busy because he's on NFL Network yeah, every yeah, other yeah. day writing articles. I, I will reach out to him and see if, if he's got 30 minutes to nah, we'll, Yeah, we'll wait till the everybody, everybody watching, watch the old. Adam Rank shows are fantastic. They really are. Or listen. In our this episode, we've got our week 10 mailbag. We want to hear from the audience, whether it's Twitter questions, YouTube comments, or anything in between. Week nine, we're kind of wiping ourselves clean and we need to start fresh in week 10. So we're here for you and for that. Answer everything you have here. No question or game this week. We're taking the week off from those, but they'll be back next week. 
But if you guys are ready to get another episode started, then man, we're here to do it for you. Brad, you want to do it? Of course not. <laughs> let's do it! Yeah. So let's get to some news that have come out over the last few days before the mailbag. The Browns officially waived Odell Beckham Jr. on Monday afternoon for the league wire. Now the rest of the league. What's so funny? Just the free OBJ shirts that people were wearing when he was already like released. (laughs) I never understood that. I, I was like, it's not like he's like, I feel like that's being so misused that label free, whatever. Like, why should that be used for somebody that's contractually obligated to be with the team? And is basically the one alienating himself from that team. I I don't know that it's the contractual part. I understand because if it's a contract, you can't you don't have the freedom to just leave if you want to. But um, whether or not he was alienating himself, I don't know. I think um, you know just last week, you know him and and um, uh, Baker and a couple other receivers like were were just playing, you know. Call of Duty or Battlefield or something like that on on Xbox together. So I don't think like there's they were completely just you know isolating Odell from the team. I don't think he was being like a hassle. I think a lot of the team wanted him to be there, but Baker just couldn't get him the ball, and when he tried to, they would lose. So I it just wasn't a good fit. I'm, I'm looking forward to. I think what was it the Packers is his number one spot. It is, but there was a report that just came out before we came on that three teams that have been eyeing him so far are the Patriots, the Chiefs, and the Saints. He would be great for the Patriots. Yeah. Honestly, how outrageous would it be for the Chiefs to also get him (laughs) and still not shore up that defense? Yeah, (laughs) that's the thing. They're barely using Josh Gordon. Um, It's still just going to be Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey or Bust. Like, I think Odell would be he'd still have a rough time, you know, in the Chiefs offense too. So I, I think like going going somewhere like New England where he'd be the unquestioned number one option and, you know, he'd get like a guaranteed 10 to 15 targets a game potentially. Like it's there's nobody else to Maybe, to throw maybe to Jacoby really. Myers catches a touchdown. Finally. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's not like it's just him and like Hunter Henry. Really, Hunter Henry is their red zone threat. So I – I would love that for Mac Jones and his development. I'd love it for Baker. I mean, uh, Odell. And, you know, I, I actually hope that happens. But I think the Packers would be a perfect spot, to be honest. I, I'm disappointed that they don't, they're not interested. Yeah. It's, I think something by tomorrow, I would expect there to be some type of answer. Like he cleared the waivers. So he's basically uh, the remaining $7.25 million in salary for 21. They won't have to pay. Yeah, because he's he's he, they could sign him for minimum, and then he's a free agent next year. So it's yeah, you're just getting a free like a flyer, like you can just see if it fits, and you want to invest later. But so the, I don't know. The key thing is that he does he has to want to play for you because he came out and said, if you're not a contender, don't bother. Well, he he's a free you. agent, so it doesn't matter. He's yeah. obviously not going to sign. You can't that, choose yeah. him if he doesn't. Well, he was saying you. he was saying that for during the waiver process to not put a claim yeah. on him. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, Eric, I want to go to you for this next one because this is your guy. Cardinals Are running you back. Skipping Chase. over the People's Jones. Did I? I mean, we can talk about. We, no, we, we don't can talk have about to. the People's Jones. Is, is he worth a pick? Is he worth? Yeah, it? absolutely. I said it a couple. He weeks got ago. he got a sixty-yard bomb last week. So yeah, I said he was worth a pickup a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's he's looking like the deep threat for that offense. Jarvis Landry getting the low A dot throws underneath. He's over top. Uh, Baker likes to. Seems like that he's kind of the his go-to guy. 
I could, I mean, there's worse moves to make this week for sure if he's on your waiver wire. But That's Doc, is he, I don't think he'd be available. He's yeah, he's I, I think pretty, he's he's rostered definitely more than fifty percent of leagues. I'm pretty yeah, sure. I don't know sure. the exact roster percentage, but Doc, let's talk about Cardinals running back Chase Edmonds, your guy. Been diagnosed with a high ankle sprain, and he'll likely land on injury reserve. And right now, his eye is to return in three to four weeks, but typically high ankle sprains usually cost players four to six weeks. If that were the case, he's probably going to be out closer to pretty much the end of the season. Uh, you know, maybe he comes back week 16, right in the middle of the fantasy playoffs, but pretty much you can't, you're not gonna be able to count on him for the next month plus. Are you curious on this Eno Benjamin fella? I think I believe he's a former Arizona running back, Arizona State running back. Very quick, kind of similar skill set as Chase Edmonds. Is he one of the top guys to go get on the waiver wire this week? Well, if he has the Chase Edmonds role, that means he'll get a lot of scrimmage yards, but no touchdowns. But yeah, I think it's worth a flyer. It's a pretty dead week in terms of the waiver wire. I know not nearly as much action as we saw last week and in previous weeks. And High-scoring offense, if something happens to James Conner, he's going to be the clear-cut number one. I think the Cardinals are working on getting a little bit healthy. I mean, they whacked the 49ers with Colt, without, with Colt McCoy starting and without DeAndre Hopkins. So I think that just shows how good the offense can be. So, yeah, I would take a flyer on him, especially if you need a week or a win this week. You guys wouldn't have known if uh, Colt McCoy was going to be the backup had we not played that game a few weeks ago. <laughs> Ooh. Now, you guys that is true. Is Colt McCoy and Case Keenum the same person? <laughs> no, really Colt like McCoy is good and Case Keenum sucks. I don't know. Case Keenum went like 12 and 1. I, think, I they feel like they're like the, the two best backup quarterbacks. Case Keenum sucks. They're, yeah, they're good backups. Yep. Like I, If they were my backup and my starter went down, I'd feel confident that they can move the ball. But if Marcus I. Marcus like, Mariota is the season, best backup, though. I Honestly, Johnny, I don't disagree. I, I honestly think. I hope he gets a starting chance again. Me too. I love him. Be like a uh, Ryan Tannehill, pretty much. Have yeah, like a yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk about quarterbacks. Let's stay on that. Also, no, for, you know Benjamin. You've seen James Conner not stay healthy throughout his entire career. If they up his usage at all, I would expect there's a good chance he could get hurt. Which you know Benjamin would then step into the number one role. So I think he's worth actually a decent amount of fab, especially at this point in the that, season. Actually. You said you agree. I hadn't considered it. I hadn't considered that he might get hurt considering he's been healthy the whole that's, year, but he has had That's no going to be my new thing, is just picking up backup running backs who yeah. will take over when somebody gets hurt. Yeah, that's in today's day and age. It happens a lot. Hey, that's uh, the name of the game. Guilty. So you're Jeremy McNichols, man. He got, he got vultured by AP. I, I did not expect him to get that kind of work. No, I mean, 10 carries when he but, came off the couch. But have McNichols because if Adrian Peterson gets hurt, then yeah. he's the clear-cut number one. <laughs> Could be Dante Foreman, though, too. Yeah. For the third derivative strategy, I love it. Let's talk about Russell Wilson. Given the green light to return, he's been sidelined since undergoing finger surgery in October. Could suit up this Sunday against the Packers. Right now, it's expected he's going to. And, uh, yeah, it looks like everything's a go. Are you guys pumped? For all your DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett shares. Speaking of movies, that dude released a feature-length film about his like broken finger or whatever it was. Yeah. Did you guys see that on Twitter? Of... I had. Yeah, no. He's been doing a lot of like. I think he wants to be more of like a household name than he is. I mean, he's married to Sierra and one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. 
I don't. I feel like he's his household name as anybody these days. It's true. I I don't. I guess I I don't know what I've the best word to put it. Like I feel like he wants to be like like a blogger. Like I don't I don't know. <laughs> he's just he's doing a lot of like self promotion that I don't think we'd seen from him prior to these last few years. I don't know. It's I'm, I'm not knocking it. He it's might be the corniest guy in the NFL. I like him though for that reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You with your you with your daily dad joke. After after, after a big after a big win, uh, Russell Wilson says, "Let's make like a bread truck and haul these buns." Yeah, and <laughs> David, Mr. Unlimited, love him. Okay, last bit of news we'll get to Johnny. Your specialty, the the Las Vegas Raiders. They signed Deshaun Jackson. Is he actually worth? picking up or is this is he going to be just like a decoy downfield that has i brad's brad's shaking his head i i'm sure they're going to feed him some deep targets and if you want to bank on that be my guess but even when they had henry ruggs who is obviously faster at this point and more attuned to the position he was still only getting three to four catches a game so it wasn't really a game changer you know he sometimes you know get 50 60 yards had sort of had that floor because they were force feeding him targets. And then he, of course, get maybe a, a big touchdown here or there. But Deshaun Jackson is slower at this point in his in his career. So I don't really know if you can bank on him being automatic for a deep ball. I think I saw him play against when he was on the Rams and he literally pulled up and ran out of bounds when he had a line to the end zone because he just didn't have it in him to keep going. But so I think it's the yard catch. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying like he's not the Deshaun Jackson he was. And I think if anybody benefits from it, it's the other wide receivers. But you don't like Brian Edwards threw up a goose egg. I think he's better than the goose egg zero catches, but I don't think he benefits enough to actually wear uh, be worth a, any sort of starting spot in your in your lineup. I do want to add this one thing real quick before we go to the mailbag questions. Is it been was it mostly Gruden or was it mostly Mayock that was making that draft? Because they put up their that's, their twenty twenty the, draft. We'll never know, and that's the thing that that grinds my gears. They say Gruden had fifty one percent of the say, which effectively is a hundred percent. But does that mean he's not listening to Mayock? You know, that's and they'll never. They'll what never about tell Mark us. Davis? Though I feel like Mark Davis. Mark Davis, I like Mark is Davis very has hands some, off. Uh, I think Mike. I think Mark I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he's a speed guy. I think if I'm not mistaken, he's a speed guy. Didn't um didn't Mike Mayock say he was the one that wanted to take Damon Arnett? Like he came out and said like that was so. my, my he said he said that was their most scouted player that they've ever scouted in the past uh you know four years or whatever. So I probably would have sat on that piece of information <laughs> Which... because he wasn't good before the news came out. So I probably wouldn't say yeah. but just to touch on Deshaun Jackson, I think he's a better fit just to help the offense in general than he is a fit in a fantasy lineup. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And uh, if I'm the Raiders, I clean house. I feel like Mayock needs to go. No, I like this. I like this uh, intern guy. I, I mean, yeah, I meant I like mean, the. It the, all comes down to if they win. Not the personnel, yeah. but like the people in the front office. I feel. I like. have no clue how the Raiders were five and two with like they had nothing from their past three drafts. It's outrageous. Like, I I, I don't understand. Is Derek? I really am I never giving Derek Carr enough credit? Uh, yeah, like I don't think Derek Carr gets enough credit for just being like a. Maybe he's not super super elite, but he's at least stable, and he gives everybody a you know the optimism that they could go out and win. Like I, I never feel like I'm gonna get a bad Derek Carr game, you know. 
at least not the but last couple of years. Despite all the off the field troubles, at least I get to still say, "Hey, they caught him better than some teams." In the I division. knew that was coming at some point. Their car is like the 13-14 quarterback. Like he's in that range consistently. He might move up a little bit now. Um, a but if you enjoy hearing all this Raiders talk, you enjoy hearing the craziness that goes on with these news and notes. Luckily, we could talk about it a little longer today. Check out all the great content going on Triple Play Fantasy. We've got our basketball and our baseball shows, which I mentioned a bunch at the top of the show. We've got our Super Fantasy Bros Between the Seams and the Tripwire. Shorter content on YouTube like Coaches Corners, Fantasy Foodies, and Movie Minutes. And if you like writing, you can go to TripPlayFantasy.com and see tons of great articles from our talented writers. Make sure you stay in the know by following the account on social media at TripPlayFantasy, and Doc runs that account. It's Brett occasionally hops in there, too. Now, in a perfect world, we could eat whatever we want and not gain any weight. We could win the lottery, setting up our lives for future generations. Heck, we'd even understand the opposite sex. Unfortunately, this world ain't perfect. We got hedge funds ripping off the common folk with millions of dollars. We have one pint of Ben and Jerry's being 1,200 calories. I don't even understand how that's even possible. We have 13-year-old TikTok stars driving Lamborghinis. I don't even know how they have licenses. Folks, it's a dark world out there, but today I'm going to bring you a little bit of light with your lives with Triple Play Fantasy, the only podcast you'll never need to win money, set your fantasy lineups, heck, make even babies laugh and sleep through the night. Join the cool kids sitting at the cool table in school and listen to Triple Play Fantasy. I promise you will change your life. Okay. We're going to get... You said, what'd you say? It'll change my life? Of course, man. You just listen back to the pods and get... Yeah. If you're watching the live version, we're sticking around. If you're on the podcast version, we're going to jump into our week 10 mailbag right after this quick break. I realize we don't even put So our mailbag questions were sent in through Twitter. I'm going to make sure I read out everybody that sent the questions in to give them their, their clout that they deserve here. Again, read them in your head first, David. I don't I don't want you to be like most Sizzlack from The Simpsons. Don't worry. I got you. Our first one is from Fuglarity at Fuglarity here. Is Amari that's that's PC, right? I think that's PC. Is Amari Cooper move forward. <laughs> enough of a return for Matt Ryan, Antonio Brown, and Brandon Ayuk? I could maybe get Michael Pittman instead of Amari in the same deal if it makes a difference. I actually think I would prefer Pittman at this point. Uh, just because he's de facto number one on that team. Wait, what's and, the question? So it's a super flex league with Russell Wilson and Jalen Hurts as his quarterbacks. Okay. He doesn't need Matt Ryan. So basically, oh, he's he, getting rid of Matt Ryan. He's getting rid of, of, of uh, rid of Matt Ryan. So either Amari Cooper or Michael Pittman for Matt Ryan, Antonio Brown, and Brandon Ayuk. Is that? Do you think that's a fair trade? And is that enough of a return? He'd be getting the Amari well, Cooper and, and Pittman or Pittman's Antonio oh, Brown. Antonio Brown's going to be out for the next like maybe two to three weeks, um, according to like some of the the fantasy doctors, you know, on on Twitter and YouTube. Um, Ayuk has been spotty. I, I think he's been good recently, but like just the last couple of games, and it's been big plays. It's not like he's getting consistent targets. I don't know why you would trade Pittman at all. Or Pittman and who and Cooper? No, he's getting Pittman and Cooper. 
He's getting one of the two. He this is it. a good trade. This okay, okay one then, of yeah, the two yeah, yeah. for three people. I want. It's, I want it's a one for three. Side. He gets to choose that's, one of those. That's an outrageous. That's an outrageous. I one for three Somebody trades must be are wild to me. But you guys would do. Yeah. I think I would do the trade. I I would want Pittman or Cooper. Absolutely. All right, so we're all on board with that. And then you can we... use a, your two extra roster spots to get McNichols in case uh, Adrian <laughs> you Peterson. Know Benjamin? <laughs> now, you know Benjamin? Are we, are we on board with Pittman over Amari Cooper? No. I mean, that's... I would take Amari Cooper. Cooper has no drops, has no drops this season, so I wonder if he keeps that up, though. He did drop one yesterday, or last week. Oh, he did? Yeah. Okay. See, it's starting to happen. Start- <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm on Pittman. Amari Cooper. I think Pittman's <laughs> going to have the target share, and the Colts are going to be in like better game scripts. Where Dallas, you know, sometimes runs with Zeke a ton, and also they have Ceedee Lamb, Dalton Schultz, Michael Gallup, Cedric Wilson. So many guys there. It's that true. I, I think you'll get more consistency from Pittman than the occasional blow up games from Cooper, and then the duds that he gives you too. I would normally agree with the game script stuff, but. Even when they, even when the Cowboys do run it like twenty-five times with Pollard and Zeke, Dak is still going to get his thirty to forty throws a game. Like that's just how they operate. And I think Cooper is good to get a twenty-five percent share of that, regardless. So I, I, I think Cooper is the more consistent target for me, just because it's a more explosive offense. But um, uh, there's. I don't have any confidence in that. I think you could absolutely be right that Pittman's the best bet for the rest of the season. All right. Well, let's then let's move to the next question here. I don't know if I like that transition sound effect. We'll figure it out. That's the that's the the ding I used for um my movie Power Hour to separate them. Oh, is it really? <laughs> I knew yeah. it, was, it would resonate. There we go. There is a method to my madness. Okay. Next question from Jacob Dunn at Eight Dunn yet. Should fantasy managers shop or hold CMC and redraft? What do you guys think? If you have CMC, are you looking to shop him? Or do you think better days are ahead and hold on to him? What do you think? Personally, I think Chuba Hubbard has shown that he's a starting caliber back. And when um, CMC came back last week, they were still using him pretty heavily because, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And why, you know, rush CMC back and get him injured again? So I, I think everybody else views CMC as an RB one, so you can get a, a true haul for him. So I, I think it's a, it's a fair question, and it's probably something I would explore if I had some holes in my lineup. There's sort of one mindset where you're like, I've had him on my team throughout his whole injury. Why would I trade him once he's healthy? But that would be pure sunk cost fallacy. And yeah. it, it, Brad said it. He he could get you you know, a cup, maybe a three for one trade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We could fill those spots with the, the backup running yeah, back too. Is Sam Darnold's going to be out multiple weeks because of a fractured scapula, which so could be good. They're going to have a new quarterback. <laughs> I would watching... love to hear what Eric thinks about them having a new quarterback <laughs> means, but <laughs> if you're watching the live stream, Eric's just staring at us. Oh, it's, it's I wasn't, I wasn't sure if his internet cut out, but I, I, think I it thought is. he was going to have something after that thought. <laughs> no, I think it's continually cutting out, but it's I making, think he's here. I think he's with us. We just got to give him the floor. It's making great. It, it, he can hop in anytime. 
But um, in the meantime, I think, yeah, explore what you can get. You can test the market. If it's not to your liking, you can always hold him. But I think it's definitely worth seeing what you can get from him right now in redraft, especially if you are have a losing record and you need to fill in some holes in your lineup, and you can do that with two or three other guys. So, Which you might because you've been sitting on him all season. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Let's go to our next question here, and this one is from Loco Pero uh, Feliz at man underscore I'm underscore chillin'. For a team with Kelsey and big holes at other skill positions, who are you willing to trade him for knowing your waiver wire bound for tight end rest of the season? Um, so Kelsey, to me, you're trading him for an RB1 or, or wide receiver one. Anything less than that is not enough, right? Like we're, that's that's the, the start, the conversation. Maybe like, not an RB1, but a wide receiver one, yeah. I, I don't. I mean, I mean, if you can get an RB one, <laughs> if you were to give me, right. um, if you were to give me a wide receiver one and an RB two, that's fine. But if it's if it's based around the, the main part of the trade is the RB, like it has to be a RB one as the main part. If it's yeah, going to be like a wide he's, receiver, he's pretty much a wide receiver one himself. So if you just trade him for another wide receiver, it kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that right now, if you're looking at running backs, to me, if that's the main piece of the trade, it has to be an RB one. Maybe you'll not get you're not gonna get like a Jonathan Taylor, but you might be able to get someone in the back end. You may be able to get like a, a Darrell Henderson. Would you do Travis Kelsey for Darrell Henderson? Oh. Um yes. Just because you Travis Kelsey has kind of taken a step back this year, not because I think Darrell Henderson's a better value or anything like that. It's just, you know, you have to you have to take into account how the season has played out and the Chiefs offense is kind of sputtered a little bit. So if it's going to be, you know, Travis Kelsey is getting six catches for 80 yards and that's that. It's not, the, you know, those freakish numbers we saw last year, then why not go get an RB1 when they're so scarce? Would you do Travis Kelsey for DeAndre Swift? Ooh. I saw some, I forget who it was, and I wish I could give him credit, no. but they said DeAndre Swift yeah. is a wide receiver one who also gets some carries. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of how I view him because he's essentially, even in a negative game script, he's their best receiver. So I, yeah. I think I would. I think I would too. He's at a, and you could, again, you could see like Pat Fryermuth comes off the waiver wire. He's right now exactly. going to be a top 10 tight end rest of season most likely. Dalton Schultz was another waiver wire pickup. He's going to most likely end up being the top. Uh, the top Evan, Evan Ingram caught a touchdown. The, 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 the tight ends are so fluky and outside the top two or three, it's going to be every week. It's going to be different. And I just think it's like, if you have a guy that's considered a top 10, that's about as best as you're going to get at the position and just move on. I think I'm like four for four on my obscure TE touchdowns. Yeah, you are actually fantastic. You got to uh, start putting those like behind a paywall, like a prop set or something. Uh, yeah, we're, I guess we won't have those this week. That'll be the first week we don't have them. Let's go to the next question here, and that is from Zach Attack at FF Chalupa Batman. Everybody loves our guy, Zach. What should we do about Patrick Mahomes and redrafts? If you have any Patrick Mahomes, I'm going to tell you right now that you're holding him because if you try to sell him, you're going to get pennies on the dollar. So you have to hold him. There's no way you can sell him at this point. I do think there are better days ahead. I don't know if he's going to be a top yeah. three quarterback, but he's not going to be this bad. He, I think he's only had one top 12 quarterback finish since like the first couple weeks of the season. He's been awful. And 
I'm hoping it doesn't take till the Chiefs bye week for them to figure this out. But I do think at some point there's going to be something that changes. So wow, I can't believe David said the words Pat Mahomes is awful or has been. I mean, awful. that's calling a spade a spade. He's been awful right now. Like, I, I mean, I, he's I mean, my favorite I just, quarterback, I, I, but. I just, did Tom Brady mentally break another quarterback? They, I heard them joke about that. They're like, whoever plays Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, that he just breaks their soul and they just are never the same. I think I think this Mahomes stuff is really overblown. Like he hasn't been awful. He just hasn't been the greatness that we've seen in the past. Like he's if if you ask any, you know, team in the NFL, would they rather have their quarterback or Pat Mahomes? They're taking Pat Mahomes. It's well it's yeah, going off of off of history, but who knows what the future holds when it looks this dicey. You know, maybe he's got a you know, maybe you know, the baby stops like waking him up in the middle of the night and he, he snaps yeah. back to it. I don't know. And it doesn't like it, it doesn't maybe seem dicey to me. Like people are acting like he's like Carson Wentz from a few years ago. Yeah. Like he's Carson he's Wentz is having there. a better season than Mahomes. No, no, he's not. Mahomes' decision making has just been awful. Like they showed the throw the other day where Kelsey's cutting across the middle and wide open, and he holds on to it and tries to throw deep to McCall Hardman in double coverage. Like that, he just wasn't making decisions like that in the last couple of years. I yeah. think he's he's learning how to figure out that you know that too high safety defense, and they have no running game really. It's just it's I, I don't know. He's he's learning on the fly. They're still probably going to win the division. I'm I'm really not worried at all about that team. And I think when the playoffs come around and you see Pat Mahomes as your you know he's he's on the matchup, you're not you're not feeling comfortable, and that's. That's just the fact of the matter. Like Ty Hill can break out a 200-yard game literally any time. Kelsey's been kind of slow to get back to to how he looked last year, but we have no reason to believe it won't show up. You know, it just hasn't yet. Like everything is kind of when, not if. So I, I'm honestly, I'm not scared at all about Pat Mahomes, and I think there's no reason for anybody to trade him. I think just to sum it up. Chiefs defense is awful. So you have probably the, a lot of pressure on Pat Mahomes that and Melvin Ingram's there now, so they'll yeah. maybe they can get some pressure with four. Yeah, I mean their defense is so bad. I don't know why Daniel Sorensen gets snaps at anymore. Like there's not many players I'm like I could Must do be as better good than the other guy. <laughs> well, Mar- uh, Monty, or um uh I don't know why I can't think of his name right now. He had ACL uh surgery. He's never been the same since. And that was his rookie season when he was Juan Thornhill. He was uh almost a pro bowl type of player in his rookie year towards ACL in the playoffs. And then he hasn't been the same player. So Daniel Sorensen literally gives up a long bomb every game. I don't know if you guys have seen the Tyron Matthew thing where he always puts his hands up like this. Anytime he gives up a long, if you YouTube it, there's like a compilation of it where he does this to Daniel Sorensen every time. I, I'm actually curious. What's your opinion on Matthew? Because from the outside looking in, I'd be annoyed by like he's, how he just seems to go like this all the time. <laughs> he's uh well PFF ranks him as an above a little bit above average safety. He's not the elite safety he used to be. Um you know, I, I think he's one of those guys that does well when things are winning when you're winning and things are going yeah. well and when things are not going well, he's got the type of personality that like hey, I'm not this is not going to stand. I'm not doing like I'm not dealing with this like like I'm not a losing player. I don't want to be around losing. So like I think you he's saw a leader. That. Yeah, he's, he yeah. can't he can't act like everything's cool when it's not. You know, I, right. I think, you know, to your point, like he's above average, right? But that's because 
if you're above average in a horrendous defense, like you're going to be a magnitude better if your defense just becomes average. Exactly. And I think, I, like that's like I, I think it's important that we don't let momentum like cloud our judgment of these players. And right now, the momentum isn't great with Mahomes and Kelsey and and the defense. But should they figure something out towards the end of the year, which I assume they will, um, it's going to be just as terrifying as they have been the last couple of years. So. I, I think you should be optimistic, Davey. I hope so. Let's let's go from that to let's talk about the Detroit Lions. Marty Tallman at Marty underscore Tallman asks best Lions receiver rest of season and in Dynasty. I think in Dynasty the the best Lions wide receiver isn't on the roster yet. <laughs> if I'm being completely honest, I'm not super optimistic about any Lions wide receiver in Dynasty. Rest of season, I think it's a toss up between Khalif Raymond and Armand Ross St. Brown. Sometimes one of them looks better than the other. The other one, it switched. If I had to pick one, maybe a Monroe St. Brown. They have they have the danger of the goose egg. St. Brown yeah. threw up zeros across the board a couple weeks ago, which always so just terrifies me. It just terrifies yeah. me. Rest of season, it's it's a coin flip, and it, I mean, do you guys disagree? Is there not? I don't think there's one that stands out above the other, and the best dynasty asset isn't on the roster right now. DeAndre Swift, yeah. just like we said. He's not a, I mean, he's not technically the, uh, a wide receiver. Yeah, he's a wide receiver one, yeah. I know, I know. Uh, I, uh, I thought I was a genius a few weeks ago when I, you know, started Khalif Raymond. I had to stream a wide receiver because of bye weeks, and uh, I streamed Khalif Raymond, and he got me 100 yards in the, in the week, and I was hoping that was going to sustain itself because the lines are always down, and I figured he'd get plenty of target targets, but he threw up a goose egg the other week, so I – it's 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 exactly what Johnny and Dave said. Like it's just it's hard to to see a dynasty target on this roster, and even rest of the season. I if you can avoid it, I, I would. Yeah, I mean, don't start a Lions wide receiver unless in like DFS you're trying to be hugely contrarian, or you're having a bring back player from the Lions that you think can expose a secondary, get deep for a ball or something. Uh, let's get to a couple more questions here, and we'll wrap up for this week. Uh, Kevin, we know Kevin, the boys underscore 22. Who do you have ranked higher, me or P2W Fantasy? Nick script. <laughs> uh, you know where I'm going, Nick. P2W. I like the, I like the script, man. <laughs> oh, Don't I'm not, I'm not involved, involved enough in Twitter. <laughs> okay, fair enough. No, we love you, Kev. We love you. But we love Nick, too. Uh, and then Nick does ask also, biggest sleeper each of us rest of the season? Who's somebody that's kind of under the radar that you guys might have rest of the season? I got one. Go ahead. I have fallen in love with Jamal Agnew, and so is Urban Meyer. Um, I think he's that the Jags are bad, right? But they've started to move the ball. I think Trevor Lawrence is getting comfortable. Um, James Robinson is still a very good running back, and if he's healthy, you know you have a running game where you can't just you know stack the box and and not worry about any of the receivers. So um, with Jones there, you know, he's he's got wide receiver one upside, but it hasn't really shown this year. But Jamal Agnew is kind of their gadget player that they're getting targets. They just want to give him get him in space because he's got so much speed. Um, he's been somebody that um, has really surprised me and they're trying to convert him to a wide receiver full time. And it's looking like they're, they're doing well with it. So um, I love Jamal Agnew and, and Dynasty, especially about John. Eric, do you guys have one? Because I'm getting ready to get on a soapbox for a player. Okay, I was I was uh, going to jokingly Chris... say Cooper Cup, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah. 
I like uh, that, We've kind of seen some flashes of potential, but figure DeAndre Hopkins is hurt. They don't rush him back because right now they're leading the NFC West. It's a contract year for him, and I don't think that the rate they resign him so that I think they want to utilize him in the offense. And really, James Conner has been, vo- has been vulturing all the touchdowns on that team. So if he gets less goal line work, figure it spread out to some of the receivers. I don't know, somebody that I think is a good buy low, and we've seen have some good games this year. All right, guys. Uh, I'm going all in on, you know, Benjamin. Like, all in. I'm pushing all my chips to the middle. Benny Hanna. David, too bad you already used all your fab on McNichols. And our I know. I know. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess I shouldn't have said that because now I'm not going to get him in our fantasy. Well, league. you can't with zero fab. No, no, no I have like $150. <laughs> you, weren't, you weren't going to anyway. I have like $150. More than him, David. Come on. I'll go ahead and bet 151 just to make oh, sure. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I, I went all in with Big Nichols just because I was hoping he might be the. I'm guy actually typing him in right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I so I guess I'm not getting any Eno Benjamin in any of my home leagues. But I will tell you, I'm going down with Eno Benjamin ship this year. I'm Benny Hanna, as I'm going to call him here. He, uh, I mean, Arizona State played really well, and he got his first touchdown last week against the San Francisco 49ers. If you watch him play, I like his game. I think there's a lot of potential for him to be the guy that steps in here, whether Connor gets hurt or whether he basically gets like Eric, like Doc mentioned, a lot of scrimmage yards and obviously Connor's going to vulture, vulture touchdowns. Uh, I, I think, Eno Benjamin is going to be the type of guy that you're going to pick up. And he's going to be one of those, like when you see an article at the end of the season, this many playoff teams had this guy on their roster. It's he's going to be one of those guys. I'm all board. Eno. Eno, 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 I can't speak his name into existence enough. He will be on some of my teams. You guys will not take him from me everywhere. But I'm I'm all aboard for the rest of the season. Now, whatever you're typing Puts it bid in, on yeah, him right now. You're, you're clicking check. I'm going to be looking over your shoulder, and I'm going to one-up you. One-up you by a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> do you have enough fab to overbid me on him? I definitely yeah. do. <laughs> I'm gonna. I, I have like 150 bucks, I think, in each. Of no, Brad, you used all yours in our home league on Eagles running backs. I have more than both of you. No, I got like every, every no, no, single no, no. Eagles running back. back. <laughs> I've oh, only man. used my my fab on Eagles running backs. I think. I think I got like 600 bucks left. A lesson here, though, is people that save their fab up the entire season. You can't take it with you. So it's kind of like you pick and choose when you're going to splurge to try to get that impact player on your roster. All right. I got 400. Oh, you have more than me. Yeah. Man, <laughs> um, look at Eric. Eric's got 886. Slow. He's just, he's just stashing it. He's like a banker. He's just keeping all that money. He's going to use it on nobody. He's going to add, I'm he's going to spend $500. I'm a frugal. I- He's going to spend $500 on a defense. Is he one of those hedge funds you were talking about, David? Yeah, yeah there we go. Do you know what a hedge fund is? I, I, am, a, I am a frugal Me, man. I don't have okay? No, I'm not Dave. Do I know what a hedge fund is? Of course I know yeah. what a hedge fund is. All right, I won't put you on the spot, but I disagree. <laughs> so it's like when you pool a lot of hedge, money together hedge fund for is landscaping investment services? Fund that trades or... in uh, a Hedge fund is a pooled investment fund that trades in relatively liquid assets and is able to make look at you. Use. The the Google machine is working strong. <laughs> you could have you could have mixed it up a little bit, David. <laughs> I know. All right, we're gonna wrap up the show here because we got the Super Fantasy Bros coming on next. 
I'm going to go around the horn real quick. We don't usually do this because we let the guests fill in this spot, what they're doing. Doc, let's go to you first. Anything that people need to know about what you're doing or anything you're working on? Uh, no, I just putting out content on the YouTube, uh, a lot of basketball content. So plug in the other sports. So if you're not, uh, checking into the YouTube channel, make sure you check that out. Cause, uh, not everything goes on our Twitter account. Johnny, what about you? Um, I think I'm going to watch some movies with Brad. We're going to come up with a new system to, uh, a reprise of our movie minutes. I think we're going to drop like eight of them at once and then we're going to come up with a new format. <laughs> That's right. Same, same with me. Um, always, uh, check out our movie minutes. We're on the TPF basketball pod. we got our baseball pod as well as the football one. Um, you can catch me. I do, uh, content for fantraxhq.com. I write, um, NBA DFS. Um, NBA regular season fantasy as well as NFL fantasy content as well. So, yeah. You guys are all busy boys, that's for sure. Uh, you can check my stuff out. My football articles are on the 33rdteam.com. My baseball articles, probably be like once a month. I just did one on Aaron Nola. That's on Fantrax HQ as well. And you'll see me obviously on the football pods, the baseball pods, random random movie or not i'm on, on movie minutes but random things on the youtube and you of course on I, I gotta watch more movies like I, i'm waiting have you guys had a perfect one yet oh we've had a few perfect ones okay i have to go back yeah if they're not yeah, if they're not horror films then i might be able to convince my wife to watch hmm. one with me did okay, you watch well, always be my baby one. by the way like i recommended david That's oh i have seen one, that baby. yeah you know i've seen that one yeah. of course okay. oh, oh i didn't know you'd seen it i don't you were looking for uh rom-coms and that if was it's, like if this it's is rom-coms, the, the best rom-com i wouldn't say it's the best but it, it's good oh okay it's, it's pretty it's, good it's the best <laughs> it's good it's definitely up there uh thanks everybody for tuning in whether you watch the youtube stream whether you listen to the podcast every single week we truly appreciate you guys uh the spending the time with us every single week Next week, we're going to be joined by a guest that Doc will get because I will not be on the show. I'm having <laughs> basketball tryouts, so I will be having late nights next week. Doc's going to hold it down for us. Make sure you bring in someone interesting, Doc. I, I trust you. As he's exactly. silent. I'll get someone that actually knows what sport we're talking about. There you go. There you go. Good job. Uh, but until then, everyone, make sure you stay safe. Enjoy your seven hours of commercial-free football. And we're going to make like a bread truck, and we're going to haul these buns. We'll catch you guys next week.